Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Kevin David Thomas. And I am Rob W. Schneider. And this is My Favorite Things. It's that time of week, everybody. Happy Thursday. Thursday. If you listen to us on Thursday, maybe you don't listen to us on Thursdays. Maybe you listen to us on a Friday or a Saturday. Or maybe you wait till Monday. Oh, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. What do you want me to do? Maybe listen to it on a Friday or a Saturday or on a Sunday. <laughs> or the Jonathan Larson Sunday, which is an inversion of the song Sunday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Sunday from, by the blue. Ba, 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 ba. From he Kitting inverts Blue. it. He goes Sunday. Da, da, da. He, blue, you know what I mean? Like he takes the, yes. The, okay. I'm just trying to... Yeah. I feel no. like I was with Larry Hawkman for a minute trying to explain a musical term. Remember when we were in the middle of an interview and Larry was just like, blah, 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 and I was like, Larry, what's counterpoint? And he was like, oh, look at all the lowly Eleanor Rigby. So that other part, that's a counterpoint. And, and I still, I've told that story to five different people because I was so amazed. We have Larry Hawkman, the brilliant Tony Award winning orchestrator. Um, we just interviewed him. I don't know if, I don't think he'll be on by the time you guys hear this. Probably But not. just listen for the Eleanor Rigby, to it. which is kind of genius. He, he, and then I, in the middle of it, I was like, you have perfect pitch. And he was like, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't matter. And then he moves on. <laughs> and then he was trying to get the right key for the Beethoven symphony. And I'm like, Larry, it doesn't matter if it was oh, E yeah. minor or a G but minor. for him, it means something. I love that so much. It was a great interview. I can't wait it for you fun. guys to listen to it. Hey, um, how are you? Good. I have to apologize. Um, this is, I don't know. I live in a very, I'm very lucky. I live in a quiet apartment in New York. It is very And quiet it's always quiet, except <laughs> when we go to record. <laughs> and um, I literally just... Just heard a saw, and I opened up my front door, and there is a sixty-year-old man. Oh, there it is! There he goes. He's wearing nothing but shorts, and he's cutting wood. So you might hear in the back of this episode uh, a bus, or you might not, and you think we're crazy. I don't know. We are crazy. I don't even know if you're. Li- who's listening? And is anybody there? What's that from? Well, it wasn't the right notes at all, but is anybody there? I always think of uh, seventeen seventy-six. Yes, yeah, yeah. anybody? I want to talk to him. Uh, William Daniels yes. or John Adams? No, Mr. Feeney. Oh, I would love to talk right? to William Daniels. He would be great. Saltpeter. <laughs> by God, I've had it with this Congress. I, oh, my gosh. That's a great movie because that movie actually 
represents very much what the the stage version is. <laughs> I'm sorry, the the song we, went on again, you guys. We and can't I felt hear, like I so we don't scream. know if you're hearing this or if you're not hearing this. We don't know. But if you are, imagine that we're in a theater and we're building up a set. Indeed, I have a question for you. Yes. and I have a question for listeners out there. And if you're out there, uh, if anyone is there, uh, first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, Rob and listeners, where do you get your Broadway news? I, I've had an I've had an existential crisis with my normal news sources i love playbill but they've become a little like buzzfeed where it's like oh yeah you know like 14 things so and so does when they wake up in the morning before they go to rehearsal and and i really what i want is i and, and i love that and that's awesome but i miss I the days where it rachel was, bay jones eats for brunch uh, on you. tuesdays exactly <laughs> rachel bay jones's favorite cocktails Sydney Lucas's favorite video games to play on the weekends. You know, I, but I want to know. Ian I, loves theater. I, <laughs> has just won the Lifetime Achievement exactly. Award. I want, but I'm more of a very sterile news yeah. kind of person. I, I enjoy. Cold and clinical. Exactly. You couldn't have said that better. And I'm wondering if you or listeners out there, do you have a cold and clinical place where you get just the facts, just the news, yeah. just like literally bullet points yeah. i want facts i don't want opinions i want facts broadway briefing wait are you kidding me no I mean, i've never serious. even heard of that broadway briefing is um You're blowing my mind it's an email service that you can sign up for um and they give you it's free I have to write this down right now sure there's two versions there's a free version uh in which they give you you know like b- the, the, what you want like the facts and the news then they have something called broadway briefing Pro, which I don't sign up for, where you pay a yearly subscription fee, hmm. and it gets a lot more detail. Like it gives you numbers, and I used you to know. follow a Grace. It's called Grace Notes. A woman yeah. uh, did a similar thing, and then she went to a subscription, and I didn't join. I, but uh, I love Broadway. Okay, briefing. I will definitely check They're, that out. They are absolutely fantastic. It's a really nice collection of news from all over the theater scene. But very exactly what you're asking for. Very cold. Very factual, but up to date. Up to oh, okay. you get, I think you get one every day. I think okay. I get mine every right. day or every right. other day. Yeah. Um, and it's it's perfect. It's yeah. absolutely perfect. Um, if I had enough money, I would do the pro version. Right. But I, I get it for free, and I get but all my news. Get enough, I go to Broadway Stars oftentimes. Yeah. Uh, they've been a good, you know, yeah. they, they've been good over the years. But uh, and the people on this is going to say the the all that chat group. Yes, Rom. Usually the first thread or the first line in the thread will be something factual and then obviously you'll have like 25 different opinions mm-hmm. you know but the first one always helps but broadway briefing is the one i go okay. to i will thank you thank you you totally yeah i mean it's i'm th- i hope this doesn't come out the wrong way i'm so excited that more people want to know about broadway theater because we didn't have that no it's a new world golda like i get it you know and, there's, there's younger 90 people million that, websites and there's 20 million twitters and there's and this i go and, and some of the websites i'm it, it's like watching cnn before an election there's so many things going on on, so and I'm like, I actually I, call me old fashioned, but I really just want simple and just the facts. Just I just need the facts. I'll, yeah. I, I, that's all I need. But I yeah, need, Broadway, Broadway yeah. briefing is the all best right, cool. thing. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Wow. So and also shout out to Broadway briefing because you guys do hey. an amazing job. Yeah. Thank you. You Broadway give me my briefing. theater news, yeah. and I say thank you for that. All right. Other entertainment news that you might like. Do you go to Deadline? Do you have Deadline? No, I don't know that. It's more movies and TV, but uh-huh. Jeremy Gerard does their their theater 
section. Right on. Uh, but Deadline's a good app to have. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. And listeners, if I'm forgetting one, please yeah, let, let us know. Let what us do you know guys you, like? And I'm like. not saying there's anything wrong with where the direction that other places are going. It's just it's just not for me uh, when I have a certain amount of time and I just want to get the fat. You know, yeah, no, no, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. They do a, they do a really good job. But, but I'm listen. glad to know what Lindsay Mendez has for lunch every day. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's important for me. It's important <laughs> for me. And sometimes they're really interesting. Like to see, like uh, they'll have, like they'll sit. Down. I saw one recently where they had Nathan Lane sit down and go, "What were the ten greatest performances you ever True. saw?" That's interesting. That's really cool. I mean, that's really interesting. And and Lindsay, what do you have? And Lindsay for lunch. <laughs> what is your daily <laughs> what lunch? What was like? your Halloween costume for the last ten years? <laughs> I hope it was something exciting. Mm-hmm. I hope she went as Ryan Scott Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fun little thing for them to do. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, time to get some news out of the way. Speaking of news. Oh. Uh, casting directors want to unionize. It's all the news lately. So, um, First we, of all, didn't know they weren't unionized. So they have CSA, which is the Casting Society of America. Right. It's kind of like a guild where they all just, you know. They get have to, a little kiki, and, a, you know. Yeah. Like, and uh, by the way, I'm so obsessed that you use the word kiki well, so often, and I've never I, used it I, once. I watch RuPaul's Drag Race, where I get all of my words. My lexicon comes from RuPaul's Drag Race. Is that true? No, it's not. But it's I get a lot of new words from there. Yeah. All tea, all wait, all all tea, all shade. No tea, no shade, Rob. I'm not no giving tea, you any no shade. Yeah, don't ask me what it means. We've talked about this like tea weeks means ago. gossip, and yeah. shade means you're like being, being all like you're yeah, reading you. Yeah. yeah, so I learned that from them. But no, yeah. there's a difference between God, shading I and reading. So stupid. What? There's a difference between throwing shade and reading somebody. Right. Yeah. So you can't use them interchangeably. Okay, I'll try not to. They're separate. I'm they're still separate learning. Things. I'm, I'm a student. I'm a no, student. no, 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 no. We're but all learning. Kiki is like I love using. I like using word kiki because it's just silly. But I I like using it when it's like really butch. Like oh, look at those cops are having a little kiki over there. You know, <laughs> I just like to like throw it in there. I don't know. It it's it works interchangeably with meeting or gathering. When I watch or, football games and they go on like, a huddle, oh, look at those guys. They're having a little kiki on the ten yard line. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they? What are you guys gonna do? <laughs> you're gonna kick it. You're gonna run it. You're just going to have a kiki about it. <laughs> You're the oddest sportscaster I've ever seen in my life. I love that. Um, but so, uh, yeah, so, so casting, yeah, so they, they want to unionize. They want to unionize. Yes, they should. They are such important players uh, in the business, and yet the minute the show gets going, it's they're, they're done, their work is their service is over. Well, kind of. Except if it's a long-running show, and then they're – consistently replacements filling it in tours that's right this that and on they are the gatekeepers of all of the talent in new york city as well they 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 might not even have an open call they might just get a call from a director saying hey i need so and so do you have this kind of person and they'll say yes i've got five of them what do you who do you want and this but just a reminder this isn't going to just affect theater this is film and television as well that's yeah it's, it's a, crazy it, it's a, well, there's a great documentary on hbo called casting by about the importance of casting directors and how the casting industry got started and how for a very long time it was, and I might still be, it might actually still is, it was the only, it was the main artistic profession that was dominated by women, where women were in a majority of the positions. Oh, isn't it? I know Christian Chenoweth's mom, Ellen Chenoweth, was a, was it, ma- yeah, Ellen Chenoweth. Is a major casting director. And Casting By is just a really, really fantastic wow, I, movie about how it got started um, and... It's 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 on HBO Go. You can watch it. It's genius. It was. Uh, I'll check that out. Yeah, it was really really good. But yeah, so they want to get 
they want to become a union. How do you feel about that? They should be a union. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. That they do, listen, they get talent into the door. They they have to have ninety million things running through their head at all times. And think of the challenges that are faced by the casting directors every single day. That they need. Imagine you're having to cast Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of Eight. Imagine casting in Bandstand. And they have to have 20 names in their mind for when that first person that they suggest. Nope. It's amazing. This is absolutely. So they should have a union. They should be unionized. They should be allowed health insurance and pension. And this is crazy. Absolutely. Especially, especially in our community. Not, not saying that film and television casting isn't just as important. I mean, they do. They do a lot. Oh my God! And there, there's tons, but I will say in our community, in the Broadway world, and 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 I know that most of you listening probably know this because you're actors or you're in the business. But if you're not, there's only let's. I mean, how many are there? There's no more than a dozen casting directors oh, and no, in New a York. Statistic and came the out, main yeah. ones, the big ones, there's like five or six that I would say are the big, big casting directors. Telsey, Binder. Ruben. Rube, Tara Rubin. What else uh, am I Jim forgetting? Carnahan. Jim uh, Carnahan. And, and then you have your smaller regionals. Uh, and then you have your, like your, you know, like your Michael Casares, your, you know, Bob Klein, the gatekeeper of non-equity theater. Yeah. I mean, like he does everything. Um, but they, they really are the, everyone filters through them. Every single professional actor. And any actor who says, oh, casting directors hate me or I hate casting directors. They love nope, you. They don't. They, they need you to be good. They, they want, want you to solve their problems. Yes. And so yet yeah, they should be unionized. They deserve it. We stand with casting directors. I agree. Oh, most. Behind definitely. the curtain, Broadway's living legends stands with casting directors. Fairness for casting. That's what we have to say. Amen. My best man at my wedding was a casting director. Oh, really? Yeah. Mark Simon. Oh, my goodness. Who cast uh, Parade in the last five years. I didn't know he was your best man. He was my best oh man. My gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love casting directors hey, was, more than anything. He was Jason Robert Brown's guy for a long time. Long mm-hmm. time. We should get him on this show. He's got mm-hmm. great stories. That'd be fun. He was a producer originally and gave Alec Baldwin his equity card. Well, well, oh, well. well. Look at Parade that. was written in his office. Are you serious? Yeah, because he had a piano in his office, and Jason was like, I need a quiet place to work. Amazing. He's like, can I come work in your office? So Mark says he would do work, (laughs) and in the next room, he would hear like the old Red Hill. That's that's really really wild. That's pretty exciting. Um, I I do think that they often get, uh, they don't get as... They don't get the rights that they deserve, and and I I'm quite with you. So let's change this. Let's yeah. get them unionized. If you believe in them, you know I think it's called fair, hashtag fairness for casting. Okay, go go and support. Maybe we can post that or something. We will that. post yeah. that. You're absolutely right, Kevin. Let's post. Yes. Post, post away. Our, post our dreams. Uh, and while you are posting, you can listen to my favorite thing. My favorite things. <gasps> That's what we need. <laughs> That's the segue we really need. What? That's the transition that anytime we go and now listen to it. My, my favorite, favorite thing. But sung to the, to yeah, the tune I had of, a dream. Thank you. A wonderful oh, dream. A wonderful Roberto. thing. What do you what what kind of item do you have today? Oh my gosh, I uh, I'm so happy about this. I oh. really am. I have for you a collection. A collection. A little higher, please. A collection. This is why you don't get cast. Because <laughs> you go in, and you speak everything in that voice, and it doesn't work effectively. It doesn't work. It's no, it doesn't work. No, this you're you're a Iago audition I need for to the go public. For Kunaganda. <laughs> you got to for Kunaganda. Oh. 
A collection of DVDs, a collection of books, uh, it's theater a co- world books. It's a um, collection of CDs, which are now all available on Amazon, Spotify, and Apple Music, and I love it so much. Are they the, uh, what's his name's, um, Town Halls? No, it's like not Town the, Hall. Okay. We did that. No, the, but those my favorite year things, like you know where it's like. Oh, oh yeah, you know Scott what I'm talking Siegel about. Stuff. The Scott Siegel thing. No, it's not okay. that. Although I do love the Scott Siegel uh, stuff. I love that. Uh, I don't know what is it. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be too excited. <laughs> this is um, Capitol Records. Uh, I, I think I hope everyone knows what Capitol Records well, is. I if do. they if they don't, I'll give you a reminder. Capitol Records was one of the biggest recording labels. Actually, still still is. They but that uh, building in West Hollywood, b- big old round yeah. white building in West Hollywood. Um, but in the the forties, fifties, and sixties, any singer who was a singer was signed with Capitol. I mean, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, Ella Fitzgerald, Jeez. Nat King Cole. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And as you remember. Back in the 40s and 50s and part of the early 60s, their repertoire on albums mostly came from show tunes. Of course, came the, from, they were the hit factory. Was, show tunes were the hit factory back so then. So Cole Porter, George Gershwin, Irving Berlin, yes, right? Bob Merrill. <laughs> what you say? And Bob Merrill. How much is that a doggy, doggy in, in the, the window? window? That was a top hit. And that was a top hit song. And we've, I told you my sad Bob Merrill story, right? Wait, don't Have I done it on this podcast? I feel like I have. Maybe I'll mention it again. For those well, of you did who... The, yeah, for those that of was you who, me putting my. Oh, well, that's not. No, 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 no. But for those of you who don't, suicide. For don't know, Bob Merrill killed himself, um, and they used to, and they played it on the news. Uh, not the the killing, but they oh, were like. Yes. And Bob Merrill, uh, lyricist, blah blah, passed yes. away today. Um, he was found at home with an apparent gunshot wound, self inflicted gunshot wound. How much is that doggy <laughs> in the window? <laughs> that's and wrong. Then, that's just and then. Don't tell me not to live. Just sit and putter. Life's ca- and I'm like, and you're like, guys. He, like he killed himself. He was like, sad enough that he. he like, uh, do we do we really need to have like how much is that doggy <laughs> in the window and don't rain on my parade playing under? Like this is not going to work, guys. Um, so that's my. Bu- it's a sad. I do Bob remember Merrill that. Story. I think we have talked about that before. But um, I just a reminder. I'm sorry, Bob. I'm so sorry to uh, to, to for the non sequitur. No. So Capital, yeah, had this massive collection of all these singers. So in the '90s, they did something which like makes my musical theater heart go. Pitter patter. <laughs> I love when that happens. Um, they released a series called Capital Sings, and it was by composer and lyricist. And then they found singers who had sung songs on the Capitol label and put them all in there. So, for example, there's Fascinating Rhythm, Capital Sings, the Gershwins. Um, there is You're the Top, Capital Sings. Cole Porter. Are you? I, I'm and so flabbergasted right so now. So it's all those people, and I want to read them off. And to it's you. on Spotify. It's on Spotify. What? Apple Music and Amazon. So here we go. I'm going to list them. I'm going to list them off so our listeners know because it's a series, right? There was an Irving Berlin one, George Gershwin, Cole Porter, Duke Ellington, Rogers and Hart, Rogers and Hammerstein. Do you find it? Yeah. Jerome Kern, Harold Arlen, Johnny Mercer. Sammy Kahn, Frank Lesser, Hoagie Carmichael, Jimmy McHugh, Harry Warren, and then um, one's called The Best Movie Songs. One was called Making Whoopi, the Broadway version. One was called Small Fry. It's all kids' songs. I'm looking at Capital Sings Sammy Kahn. It's magic. Yep. With the, the, the Andrews sisters. And, yep. And Lena Horne and Dinah Shore. And it, 
Oh my gosh. And they're yep. all the the album covers are all these like uh, really cool artwork. Yeah. If you've oh, seen them before. That's what it really appealed to me because I was in a Borders. Do you remember Borders Bookstore? Oh, hello. I grew up there. Okay. And I was like, what are these cool album covers? And it was Capital Sings. Yes. I just raised my hand. Yes. Is that where our title song for our podcast comes from? Is Raindrops on Roses. Is, isn't that from one of those albums? Yes. Yes, it is. If you listen to the Rodgers and Hammerstein one called Hello, Young Lovers, it is Ernie, not Ernie Kovacs, Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yes. Sing, yeah, that's where it comes I from. I thought so. So what's interesting, oh I'm wondering, God, I just want to throw you out a couple of ones. Now, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you. <clears throat> the capital period was a time when sometimes singers would do things absolutely like as written and beautifully. And then sometimes... Sometimes they, they made kind of, liberties. There was something about like the <laughs> 50s and 60s with people taking liberties on stuff. Like Frank Sinatra would do that all the time lyrically. Right. Oh, yeah. But I mean, okay. So here are the ones that I, I really, really... Right? It's There's all like there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So here's a couple of songs that I think you should look up okay. because I think they're really wonderful. Nat King Cole does Pick Yourself Up from the Jerome, Kermit, Jerome Kern album. Susan Barrett does an amazing Manhattan from the Rodgers and Hart album. Um, Cole Porter on the Cole Porter album. Oh, my God. There are two that I'm just like obsessed with. Judy Garland. Oh. sings I Happen to Like New York <gasps> and it starts what? off hold on I'm not going to do this right but it's a quartet of boys and they all start off going Judy we're so happy you're here and she goes thank you <laughs> and they go Judy we're so happy you're in New York I know <laughs> and then no she, consonants and then she sings I happen to like New York. Oh my goodness. She and then Liza Minnelli does another song on the track, so it's Mother Daughter, and she sings Looking at You, which is a Cole Porter song I was unfamiliar with. And it is so fun. So listen to Liza Minnelli doing Looking at You. Were they recorded uh, now? And I will yes. say, I will preface this by saying, you know, and and friends out there, you most of you know this, but oh, a lot of times singers were signed to a recording, you know, a, a certain uh, label, s- label, yeah, and you you couldn't let go to others. No, but if you the were label contracted. owned those, if the label owned you, then they could be like, hey, Judy, you got to sing on this album. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, and what's fascinating to me is that they were able to get all these amazing singers. For did they record? From what you can tell, did they record? anew these songs for these albums or do they pull from other no no it's all pulled it's all pulled so Aha. for example if judy garland did an, yeah, if judy garland did an album and she happened to sing cole porter's i happen to like new york then they're gonna pull and so that they, was like it's one a of compilation of, of the compilation yeah the compilation so it's CDs. a great way to hear these songs but also hear these artists sing them the way that um, they artists wanted to sing them. absolutely and it's such a cool way of hearing popular songs reimagined however there are two Oh, no, no, oh, there's one that I'm obsessed with. Uh, Francis Faye does the best Miss Otis regrets I've ever heard in my life. I have no idea who Francis Faye is. I was just going to ask you if you knew no Because I know the Bette Midler version, of no, course. No, but this is, I think it's even better than Bette Midler's. Wow. Which like is this. Cole Porter, right? Uh, Cole Porter. Yeah. But there are two that you need to listen to because they're kind of like, ah, what am I listening? Like, like I kind of like, like, is it good? Like, I cringe into a ball. Can I give you my two? Mm-hmm. Dinah Shore on the Rodgers and Hart album does Falling in Love with Love. Oh, Dinah. But with bongos. 
No. So it's falling in love Then there's one. I can't believe I'm telling you this because I just did the research before you got here because I'm like, I want to talk about this song, but I want to know who the singer is because I don't recognize her. Right. And then I heard about her life and I'm like, this is this is too much for me. I'm gonna so I'm not making fun of her, I'm making fun of the interpretation. On the Gershwin album, a woman by the name of Ann Richards. Not the governor from Texas. Um, <laughs> and her husband at the time was a guy maybe named it is Stan her. Kenton, who's a very famous piano player. Was he? he for, at this time, he was. Okay. He was um, they, she wasn't famous, and apparently he married her, and he got, because he was more well-known, he got her a, a record deal, and this was her album, and they divorced Afterwards, and then she killed herself. So this is uh, this is it's just took a real dark. How much is that doggy in the window? Took a real dark turn. Uh, but Ann Richards on the Gershwin album does a an version of "I Got Rhythm." I'm going to try to impersonate for you I'm how she does it. Are you ready? Yes. Um, remember the song is called "I Got Rhythm." Rhythm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I got rhythm. I got music. Stop, stop. I got my You snap your finger like that. Who could ask for anything more? Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's called I Got Rhythm. Please post it. You can negotiate with me on everything else except rhythm. You were telling me you got it. You got to show me you got it. I Got Rhythm, sung by... Anne Richards, accompanied by Stan Kenton. I'm looking it up. I can't find it. Oh, I will wow. send it to everybody. No, that's all I need is you singing it. Actually, who? who I don't need Anne Richards. I need Rob <laughs> Schneider. But I swear to you, I, I think I'm actually more well, in rhythm than she is with well, it. I hope you post that because that's I will. I will totally wackadoo. post it. So I really love it's the Capital Sings Collection. Capital C A P I T. O L, I believe. Uh, yeah. A L in my spot. Oh, is it A L? Oh, then I'm 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 wrong. I'm wrong. No, O L. You're totally oh, right. O L. I spelled it wrong. O L. Spotify um, did it right. Yeah. yeah. My bad. Yeah. I see Harry Warren, Harold Arlen, Rogers and Hammerstein putting on the Ritz, Irving Berlin, uh, uh, Cole Porter. Oh yeah, they do everybody. Uh, every single and uh, Kogi all... Carmichael. Oh, oh my yeah. god, it's it's really wonderful. And also, it's summertime. <laughs> I love summertime, and I love jazz in the summertime. I don't know why. So open up the windows, put on one of these oh, albums. It's really good. Well, that is that is such a good favorite thing, Rob. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So take a listen to the Capital wow. Sings collection. Um, like I said, available on Amazon, Spotify, yeah. and Apple Music. What is yours, my friend? All right, so I'm really... Uh... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gosh, this has been one of my favorite. It's a DVD. And, it, it, and I tried to find it on YouTube. Not found. Can't find it. Oh. Uh, so, un- unfortunately, friends, you have to actually go on Amazon and buy this DVD. It, it's a series, also sort of a compila- uh, a series of, 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 of uh, videos. Um, it was made in the late 70s. Um, I have come back to it many times because there's something about seeing writers talk about their own work and perform them. Yes. You're, you're smiling like, you know. Yeah, but you know what? I don't remember the title. I feel like I've talked to you about it Yes, before. but I've never watched one. I found, I went through, because I, I tried to find it on YouTube. I couldn't find it. I, I had to go through my, remember DVDs? I like went through my color. I'm looking at yours. And I have not gone through my DVDs in forever because everything's digital now. Yeah. But I found this DVD. And I'm going to give you the title. Here's the title, friends. Ha, uh, Broad, the overall title is Broadway and Hollywood Legends, comma, The Songwriters. That's what this one is. Broadway and Hollywood. Broadway and Hollywood Legends, The Songwriters. Oh. And this DVD features An Evening with Candor and Ebb and Alan J. Lerner. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to choose to focus on the Candor and Ebb because I, I just think that that part spoke to me the most. But the DVD con- has uh, Alan J. Lerner as well. What this is is... Um, it's very much like the 92nd Street Y series that you get, uh, which has like composers and lyricists talking about their work and oftentimes performing them. You have, I'm guessing it opens with Liza Minnelli, a young Liza from the 70s, healthy and happy. And she says, <laughs> she says, um, you know, these guys wrote, gave me my first start in Floor of the Red Menace. And, and I just have to say, it was 13 years ago. So it's 13 years ago from you Floor of the Red Menace. You say you don't do impressions no, don't and do impressions. you bust them out and they're so, so good. It's around 1978. It's It definitely was filmed in... Toronto. I looked at a review on Amazon and, the, and one of the guys thought that it was 92nd Street. It's not. It's definitely filmed in Toronto. It is Candor and Ebb. Candor's at, John Candor's at the piano. Fred Ebb in all his glory is, is, is at the mic. They both take turns singing. Um, you get a sense of their personalities on this, this video. And uh, those of you out there who may have known them or know about them, John Candor, the quiet one, the sweet one, the one you could sit at a bar with and have a chat with. Fred Ebb, the 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 one who hosts the party, the the New Yorker, the one who is like, you know, if there's a party, bring Fred along with you. You saw the movie All That Jazz, right? A, a, a long time ago, and I, I need to see it again. The guy, the songwriter, mm-hmm. that's based on Fred Ebb. Is it? Yeah. I wish that he was still alive. I mean, I wish he was still alive for so many reasons, but just because I would have liked to know just how uh, special and you know, larger than life he was. Liza Minnelli said everything she learned about acting, she learned from Rob, Fred Ebb. Rob, that's the point of my, my favorite thing oh, today. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh, so sorry. No, I'm well done. Because, yes. Yeah. So in this video from 1978, which they this is before, this is right after, two years after Chicago. This is a year after New York, New York. They just wrote Cabaret again for the movie, or five years after the movie. Um you get you see Fred perform, and it's hysterical. The thing opens up. Uh, there is there's no introduction. Uh, Eliza does the introduction, and then you cut to them uh, on this. It's a live performance. They they do really great camera work. I think there must have been three different cameras, and then like a I'm not. It's not a steady cam, but it's a moving cam. Uh, and you get Fred. He's already sweating. John's at the piano, so chill. Like John's just like, hey guys. But Fred, they start the vamp. No words spoken. Done. Dun 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 da 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 all that jazz and and then and <laughs> 
Ahmed just soaks it in, talking to the audience. And he's like, this is what we call a vamp. <laughs> waits, waits, waits. A vamp means vamp till ready. So he has to wait for me. And he, he's like, all of that jazz. And he does all of these isms that are just natural for him and are, are, are let me give you an idea of some oh. of the uh, and so before every single song Fred talks about every single number he talks about he teaches the audience about you know what a vamp is he also teaches us what you know uh, specialty material he said anyone that could give us three dollars we would write them a song they, they wrote tons of special material um, uh, trunk songs uh, party songs he mm, talks about mm. so let me just I, I, I want to just give you a quick little rundown he sings all that jazz then he goes into Liza with a Z you know Liza with a Z not Liza with an S because mm. Liza with an S goes not Z, that song yeah. uh, and he sings that full out then John sings a quiet thing then Fred and John John sing, uh, uh, John, uh, Fred sings maybe this time. They sing Sarah Lee. He sings this great song from the act that they wrote that was just a party song called Bobos, you know, like, uh, yes, yeah. It's a tragic song. And the reason why they wrote it is because a very close friend of theirs had died. And so they said, we we need to work. We can't, we can't mm. not, we can't dwell on this. We have to get to work. But then the work, took on this deeper uh, meaning. Um, my coloring book, they sing Tomorrow Morning from Happy Time. Tomorrow oh morning. Da, da, dee, dee, dee. It, I, I can't say enough about I've watched this video so many times. I've never seen it. To see, and by the end of it, Fred is like, John's still like, just like at the piano being like, okay, next. But Fred is, is dripping in just sweat. Dripping. Just like living and having fun. And they both perform, but it's um, to hear them sing their own words and music, to see the love and respect when John sings like a quiet thing, his favorite, they each sing their favorite song, mm. a quiet thing. Fred just sits at the piano and watches him. Aww. At the end, he's crying. You can see him wipe away tears. Um, it's great. I looked it up on Amazon. It's $37 on Amazon Prime. You can buy it used for $12. Uh, if anyone can find it on YouTube, let me know because I searched and searched and searched and searched and I, I couldn't find it, uh, which is, I think, a tragedy because, it, uh, of course, they, we should be paying for it, but it's it needs to be seen. Yeah. It, it, to see songwriters sing their own, your own material um, and in that era before before Woman of the Year before Kiss the Spider Woman before all of that 80s stuff yeah. happened yeah no it's, I was it's amazing was, you mentioned it, Woman of the Year I got all excited I know you did <laughs> um, so yeah I, I, I can't get over it it's just an hour long episode and then also included in special features are Fred Ebb's photo journal that they include so you can go through all these photos as like this is vintage you know this is a ni 1990s dvd so it's no frills yes but you can look through all these photos that fred so generously included in it um and it's a nice little um scrapbook of an era and and a songwriting team that we both love so much yeah oh that's so wonderful okay yeah. Called again. Okay, here's the full title. So you can look it up on Amazon. Broadway and Hollywood Legends, colon, The Songwriters, An Evening with Candor and Ebb and Alan J. Lerner. And I'm not even going to... Alan J. Lerner is a whole other separate, you know, he, he's oh got his own God, excitement a, there. Dance a little closer. Exactly. Hello. Close a little faster. <laughs> Close. They used to call it. Um, and oh. mine is the Capital Sings well done. collection. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the DVD. Yeah. Till next time. Huzzah! Huzzah! Oh, you're so happy. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. 
Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Kevin, guess what? What, Rob? We now have over 50 iTunes reviews. <sighs> Huzzah! Huzzah, indeed! Oh. We are climbing those iTunes rating charts. That's amazing. Yeah. How do we climb even higher? Can you take <laughs> me high enough? Little Rock of Ages for you. Do you know I like that you took it up so high, too? <laughs> you didn't even, you like went right to the tenor place. I was going to do climbing. No Robert Goulet. <laughs> like, no. Can you take me high enough? Thanks for coming out tonight. Ooh, and my falsetto there. <laughs> Thank you. And a little Sergio Frankie? Yeah, a little Sergio. It's never over. <laughs> Much like the 24-hour buffet down in the lobby of the Dunes Casino. Me and Sid the Caesar. Tonight's only at the Mirage. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, lovely Ooh. listeners, this is where you come in. This is how we're going to climb those iTunes rating charts. That's right. Lovely listeners, if you love us, would you go to iTunes? Click on the iTunes store. Search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Then click on Ratings and Reviews. Under the Customer Reviews, click Write a Review. Then let us know what you think from one to five stars. That's right. And you can leave comments, too, like Kevin Thomas is a god. Or, Rob, who the hell is Hervé Villachez? Who, 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 who is Hervé Via, uh, via sh- oh my God. I fell for it See, again. You fell for that it. wasn't even the, the man script. has never done <laughs> one musical in his entire life, and he gets mentioned more than Stephen. Right, Sondheim. but I love him from James the Bond. Okay, anyway, oh, yes. guys, help us out, please. please. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.